Welcome to Ancient Roots Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa wisdom. This captivating podcast will take you on a transformative journey where ancient wisdom meets modern practice. I am your host, Ianifa Ekundayo Ekuntomisin. I'm a devoted student of the West African Yoruba spiritual tradition. Join me on a journey that blends ancient wisdom with modern practice. We'll delve into the sacred teachings that have guided generations for millennia. We'll uncover insights and practices to guide and shape your life path. Subscribe now and join our secret community as we unlock and apply the profound wisdom of Orisha and Ifa to everyday living. Ekabo, welcome. Welcome back. Glad you're here. I hope that your day is progressing well and that you're elevating uh, through the wisdom and knowledge that you're discovering on this podcast. Uh, So I'm going to get into a sticky conversation today. And that is, first and foremost, a conversation uh, that I think is really important to have and especially as people are coming into this tradition the Ifa or Risha spiritual tradition, um, many people that I know um, have had uh, or have been born and raised uh, in the Christian church, in, you know, from Baptists to United Methodists to Pentecostals, so people coming from lots of different Christian-based uh, uh, religious um, thought, spiritual thought, Uh, and um, have found their way for a variety of reasons to come into the African spiritual tradition um, known as Ifa Orisha tradition um, that comes from West Africa, from the Yoruba people. So it's important, um, and I, I will also, in full disclosure, I was never raised Christian, um... I uh, was very connected as a young child. I was very connected to uh, being outside and being in kind of, you know, the, the world of, of great spirit um, at, at that time in my early life. And uh, so I had, I, but, or and, the, even though I was not, you know, attending church um, or anything like that, a Christian church, um, I was heavily influenced by really living in this country. So most of you know that this country was founded on Judeo-Christian principles, and those principles thrive today, and sometimes at the exclusion, unfortunately, of any other religious or spiritual thought. Um, but I want to just put those couple things up here, uh, this couple of ideas. Um, a, I am not a biblical scholar, will never profess to be one. B, you know, there are some phrases that you, if you've lived in this country, are difficult to separate yourself from because they are pervasive. Uh, you know, we, we, when we say the Pledge of Allegiance, in God we trust, it is not in Oludumari we trust, it is in God we trust. It is also not in Allah that we trust either. So, you know, there's that piece. Uh, and the other part of it, and the other reason I want to raise this was that the pervasiveness of Christian ideology and thought in the U.S. has a tremendous impact on how we see the world, uh, how we as individuals can see the world. And it shapes whether we see ourselves as valued, as good, 
um, as important, um, particularly if we have any kind of differences, gay, lesbian, people of color, different religions, um, what have you. The pervasiveness, this is in my opinion, the pervasiveness of the Judeo-Christian perspective really overlays um, and shapes the lens and how we see and even phrases that we'll use um, in our lives. And so <clears throat> you might say, yeah, why are you talking about this? Well, there's two concepts that are pervasive and that um, I believe um, have in some ways have found their way into um, in the diasporic experience. So the, the way Ifa Risha tradition is experienced here in the diaspora, um, there is a Christian influence or impact between Catholicism and Christianity, which were the two dominant religions on this side of the world during the enslavement. That the way that this tradition has showed up, maybe through Lukumi, Santeria, Candomblé, uh, the, there is an, a heavy influence in a lot of ways on the tradition. And so it will have aspects of its ideology or, philo or philosophy which will have something like sin as a component of the tradition or something like evil, those words, and then the attending beliefs behind it has, has also infiltrated the tradition as it is experienced here in the diaspora. This same idea has also infiltrated the tradition in some aspects of Yoruba land, of Nigeria and Benin, and other places that this tradition, um, beyond West Africa, where this tradition is practiced in, with different names. So, uh, as I think I sh said, shared in my last podcast, the, last, this, the one before this, is that Eshu, for example, which is the divine messenger of between Oludumari and human beings, and and Oludumari and I'm sorry, and the Orisha and uh, human beings. That that divine messenger called Eshu was remade uh, when the Christian Bible was translated into Yoruba was actually remade as the devil. And in fact, Eshu has nothing to do with the concept of the devil or the concept of Satan. In, when it is separated from from the the influence of col colonization and Christian Christian management missionaries who were looking to um, to really push Christianity into the tradition and again this is not the point is not to bash religion it is to get very clear-eyed however at the ways that the Ifa Arisha tradition has been influenced by Christianity as well as um, as Islam. Um, in, in ways that are, were, were used to dilute the influence and power of the tradition. And so for me, in understanding various aspects, it became really important to really get clear on that. And so it takes me back to two concepts, evil and sin. So those two concepts are rightfully belong in the Christian um, theology, Christian philosophy. Those two, con and I don't know enough about Islam, so I can't speak to that. If those two concepts are also part of the uh, of the of the Islam and Muslim tradition, I don't know. So some of the elders who listen may be able to comment. But what I do know 
is that in Ifa and Orisha, we do not have a concept of sin. We do not have, I have not encountered, let me clarify, I have yet to encounter a Babalaur Ianifa who has been a gen- generations long family of Babalaos and Ianifas. I have yet to encounter any of them that speak about, that, prov- that chant Odu about sin or evil, evil as its own concept or sin as a concept, meaning that basically human beings were damaged and, you know, we're just broken, damaged goods. Those two concepts do not appear, again, in my current realm of experience, which is, which is extensive or deep, not, it's, it's, you know, I'm, but I'm still always growing in the tradition, always learning. But those two concepts are not, are not in the tradition. What is in the tradition, because at the end of the day, the, you know, I talk about this tradition being one in which there is, um, there is self-development and, um, you know, the effort to develop ourselves, to self-discover ourselves so that we can do, we can, we can bring goodness to the world. We can bring balance to the world. We can bring, we can, you know, we can have our entire destinies, you know, shape the world for better to make this place a better place than when we got here. That's, that's, and, and so to do that, we have to be balanced, right? And so there are, there is an energetic force or forces that are discussed in this tradition and they are called ajaguns. So ajaguns are negative forces that were created to you know, to, I think in some ways to, to have humans and maybe even Orisha to constantly work to balance and rebalance the world so that we're not all one way or not, you know, we're not all, you know, negative forces and we're not all positive and good. You have to have, and as I shared earlier, um, you know, we can't just be all blessings and no challenge. Because if we're just experiencing nothing but blessings over and over and over and over and over, there's nothing for us to grow. There's nothing for us to develop. There's nothing for us to strive for. There's nothing for us to solve, no problems to solve. And so there are ajaguns. And they're, they're considered to be um, 200 plus one um, energy forces on the right-hand side and 200 plus one energy forces on the left-hand side. Ajaguns are said to, to reside on the left-hand side. And there, to go further, there are ajaguns. There are sort of eight mm, primary, for the lack of a better word, eight primary ajaguns. And so I'll, I'll share what those are. So there's iku, which is death. So death is an ajagun. There is arun, which is sickness. There is ofo, which are losses. There is egba, which is um, paralysis. There is epe, which are curses. There is oran, which um, which is like big trouble, like really big stuff is happening. That's not ne- that's negative. There is elwan, which is imprisonment, and then finally there is which is affliction. So those eight 
Um, sometimes they're called warriors, but because Ajagun, so Ajagun is about war, and, and there are the etymology of the word Ajagun um, is essentially the ones who feed on war. So what is war? War is negativity. War is war, war is strife, combat. Um, it is devastation, and so. Uh, so, so Ajaguns exist, and those eight are kind of like the primary ones that we may we may going against. So, let's take Iku for example. So, this is really about premature death, right? Because at the end of the day, all of us will come to an end. This life will come to an end for everybody. There is no such thing as, you know, <laughs> five hundred year long life. Like we don't have that. It's we we don't have it at this point. And so, so, you know, if, if something is out of balance, we could potentially face premature death. So let's say we are, um, let's say we're over consuming alcohol, we get behind the wheel of our car and we are driving 90 miles an hour on the wrong side of a freeway or if someone was, right? And that person hits a concrete barrier and dies. Well, it could be the case that that was premature because the, the it wasn't really their time. It was not their time to die. And Ifa talks a lot about that, that premature death and, and premature things that are premature can actually be shifted and changed through divination and then doing the you know doing the proper sacrifice or what have you that the date of our birth is is set the date of our actual um, death is set but there is this big space in the middle that things can happen ajaguns right ajaguns can can affect us let's say we we get we have a sickness um because we've been out of balance in some way when we've been eating Poorly. We've been even cursing ourselves or cursing others. That creates an ajagun that, you know, you, you, I've talked about this, but our words are vibration. Our words are energy. Our thoughts are vibration. Our thoughts are energy. Our actions are vibration. Our actions are energy. And any of those things set into motion in a, in a negative fashion will have consequences. Ifa is very clear about... Um, consequences of our actions, right? It's it's kind of very like kind of literal. Like if you do X, Y will happen, period. And so, you know, if you, if a person is, you know, over consuming alcohol and maybe, you know, smoke some weed and got behind their car and they were inebriated, but they were like, I got this. And they get on the wrong side of a freeway and they floor it and they go 90 miles an hour and they run into a concrete barrier. That is a direct result Sorry, that is a direct consequence of the of the, that's I'm sorry the, the the consequence of drinking has a direct result, which is a which is a catastrophic accident. So, so just to kind of go back to this, there are negative forces, just as there are positive forces in the uh, in this in this in this tradition, and so you may be asking, okay, so there's at least eight kind of primary you know warriors that they're that they're the ones that feed on war and they, of course, they can get more and more energy. So what do I do to mitigate those consequences? 
Well, one, like I said, is to become clear, clear eyed about the actions that you're taking in your life. If you go around cursing people and gossiping about people, that creates an ajagun. Imagine what, so one epe is curse. Um, and you could be, you know, you could create a sickness. You can create mental, mental sickness. If you're constantly cursing about people or cursing people out, meaning cursing, you know, diminishing their name. Um, but okay, you might be asking, okay, yeah, like I understand. Now, how do I take care of this? Okay, well, the first thing is divination is the tool to begin to know what is, what is the, what are the energies that are in front of you? What are, what are the things that you need to take care of? What are the things you need to rebalance? Because this again is about restoring balance. If ajagoons are deeply affecting your life, there needs to be deep exploration through divination and spiritual consultation to understand what it is. And then the other side to start to rebalance it, um, doing things like providing ebo, which is sacrifice. And depending on what is needed, you, you know, you, you provide that sacrifice. It could be sacrifice to your character. Perhaps your character is so out of balance that you need to start doing really deep work on your character. It could be uh, doing participating in rituals. Getting initiated can sometimes be the thing that protects your life, or it may help start to restore balance to your life. And the other is akoshe, so medicines, baths. There are different spiritual medicines that we use to start to restore balance, to start to separate um, the ajagoons from, you know, from really militating against our destiny. So there are practices, there are, there are concrete actions that you can take. If you've been very out of balance with negativity and that negativity is, has opened the path and opened the door for more um, ajagoons, for ajagoons to come into your life, then you have to recognize that and start to do the other side. So you start to practice more um, doing more things of good, bringing more light into the world rather than, rather than being in, in bringing in darkness or, or, or negative energies, bringing in more positive energies, watching the words that you speak um, against yourself and against and around others. Um, but it becomes really important. Like the bottom line is, is that it's very important that if a lot is really off in your, in your life, if you're having a lot of great difficulties, it's very important to start to take stock of what it is. What are the what are the results that I'm getting? And start to trace some of them. Because often we know, unless something else, unless there's just a malevolent, a malevolent force that has found you, there's often a we can often understand or start to understand where we are out of balance and how our actions are creating the consequences that we experience. So just to recap, this tradition does not have a concept of evil. And I say evil because evil, the way that it is described, as I've understood it, is like you're damaged, you're terrible, you're a bad person, you do immoral things. Like, and it's a, it's a judgment. It's really about judgment or that God, the Christian God, is going to judge you and strike you down. Like, it creates a lot of fear. It really engenders a lot of fear. And then sin is just that... You know, I think there's the concept you're born into sin as a Christian and you kind of like live there, like you can't really get out from underneath it. And so Christians, Catholicism, you know, you have to go and um, you have to talk to the, to the priest, you have to do confession because you're so 
damaged and sinful. That is not, that does not, to my knowledge, at this point in my study and development, does not exist in Ifa or Risha. Yes, it is a recognition that there are, there are positive forces and negative forces, and that through divination, consultation, and work, effort, we can rebalance those so that those ajaguns don't strip us of our blessings, don't cause premature demise to our destiny or our blessings or whatever. So I hope you found this informative. Share it with a friend. Happy to, you know, love, would love to hear comments if you have comments about it. Uh, or if you have another perspective, would love to hear it. So I hope you have a fabulous day. Odabo. Thank you for joining us on the Ancient Roots Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa Wisdom podcast. To learn more about this tradition, join our community at www.ifadestiny.com. Join us to explore and grow together on this spiritual journey. Please subscribe, like, share, and invite others to hear and participate in our podcast as we spread the wisdom of Orisha and Ifa across the globe.